0: Record. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm just picking up the baby. For some reason he's shivering.
1: Is that okay? That's fine. <laughs> I'm shivering too, but only out of rage because I dropped the coffees that I got for me and Jessie um, just before I got to the door. Yeah. And it was really embarrassing.
0: Has that ever happened before?
1: No. I've never done a double drop before. Never. Too full hot coffee so embarrassing oh. look he's looking at the microphone he's gonna be a star <laughs> <laughs> so jesse how how are you
0: i'm actually i'm good i actually i'm quite good mm. i have cried once already today and it's only um twelve forty five. yeah but that's actually okay totally yeah. i cried twice today but you were in therapy that's, so that's true yeah that's that's true <laughs>
1: i know guys i had my first therapy session today very exciting
0: it is actually quite exciting because we're not you know a, a therapy type we're not therapy sisters really are we no, so no, that's sort of been our
1: whole vibe <laughs> and our whole brand is that we're not going to do that um so you're kind of the guinea pig yeah and it's cbt which is different it's like a, it's more like work based where you like you're working towards certain goals and you to do it for like eight sessions or something like that hmm. but um i've just heard it praised very highly and um I'm a very anxious person, so I cried a couple of times in the assessment session today. But she was very nice about it. That's great. Also, she was able. She asked if our mum was from Hong Kong. What? Yeah, because she said that the way that, like, mummy, um, the us all living together, and like, you know, she just honestly only told a few things. And she said my mum was raised in Hong Kong. Was your mum raised in Hong Kong?
0: And I said yes. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? Hold that thought. Don't worry. I'm not going away. I'm just gonna just um. That's not working, and then I'm
1: just going to turn it up. Perfect. What we can do is we can do like a fun. Yeah. Um, but that's enough for now. Here, oh. yeah, don't worry. Oh, Jessie looks so cute with a little baby. We did a video earlier today for Patreon, and I, I, I said that this is a bit like um, a flashback, because now there's another little baby and we're <laughs> podcasting, and it's a bit like when we were podcasting with 10. It's so funny. Yeah.
0: I mean, they, they actually look very different, I think. They
1: do look quite different, yeah.
0: I think he almost looks a bit more like uh, a cave baby rather than a brown baby. Uh, Alfie Brown baby.
1: I was like, God, you qualified that. Um,
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I think he looks more like... He looks he's, a lot
1: more cave. He yeah. He looks a lot more
0: cave. Um, so that's quite exciting. And very excitingly, he has a dimple. Oh, my God. Like Where? you on his, let you not
1: notice on his right cheek. He has a dimple. Oh, thank God! I thought you were saying chin, and I was like, if you no, I, accuse me I, of having a chin dimple, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you.
0: No, I, I well, unfortunately, I think Mummy has said that he has a chin dimple as well in her, you know, her way of saying quite like a, like that's like a heavy baby. insult, yeah. as if it's a joke, and then realizing later that's actually she...
1: apparently Mummy's um, mom um, said when I was born that I had the deepest. Um, uh, cleft, you know the, what, what is it, what? the the line between your nose and your lips. What's that's that not a cleft palate, is it? No, no, no. Cleft palate is when that's um, damaged or something. Or no, no. Cleft palate is. Um, I actually don't know. So let's not <laughs> let's not fuck ourselves over this early on. Um, also, we do call our mummy, mom, and fuck you if you yeah, don't like fuck that. You. Just just get over it, okay? <laughs> a, take it as a little quirk. We can't change it now. It sounds too weird and like. Like four yeah. months call her Yeah, I mom just can't call like her mum. I can't call her mum p- because she's not mum. No, she's, she's not, not mum. Mum is like a character in a TV show, and she's not mum. Yeah,
0: I've actually started calling her
1: Boba a bit more because that's what the kids call her because that's Chinese for grandma. Yeah, I call her Bobo sometimes too. Um, but yeah, apparently our grandma said that I had the deepest, um, like that little indentation, cleft ridge thing that she'd ever seen in a baby, which was her way of saying that I was an ugly baby. <laughs> I do remember. Her saying on the phone to me when so I would
0: have been ten, and she was in the hospital, and like and so I spoke to her on the phone, which is actually amazing. And she was like, "She's got a very, very red nose, and she's quite ugly." <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Sorry, sweet. baby. No, it's fine. You I think that you, you know. were a, a little squashed baby? Yeah, I was. It's fine. Yeah, we were all not that attractive actually as babies, which is why it's not saying that these babies are attractive, but it is quite weird to have. Like I think Donnie and Ten are really. Like, beautiful. beautiful yeah and um I don't I find it really hard Jory. to remember that they're mine
1: yeah exactly they're almost like um like babies from adverts that you've, yeah. like, you've wandered into a dream where it's like a huggies ad but like you're taking the baby home or something like that exactly
0: it's like they're not I don't I keep forgetting that they're half me totally. because of
1: their beauty I know I always forget that they're related to us and what I find when I'm looking after them and they're like, you know, talking about things. And when I talk about, they always ask me to tell them funny stories when I'm having bath time. And then I remember that they are members of the family too. They're not mm. like spectators. So mm. if I tell them about a funny story from childhood, like today, I told them on the way to school about when um, Ben ate a Maryland cookie out of my hand from behind me, he just swooped up. <laughs> he said, oh baby, do you want a cookie? Cause he ate my ice cream. He said, you can have a cookie instead. And then he swooped up behind me, ate it from my hand. And they thought that was so funny. And I felt like I was telling them a story about my family. And then I realised they're the youngest members of the family too. How weird. Like they're the new gen. So weird.
0: I just realised that isn't, they don't need to be on, do they? Alan? We can hear, we can hear us, can't
1: we? I can hear, I can hear You can hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good, thank you. God,
0: it's so, Alfie fucking stole the microphone stand, so Bibi's now doing like an arm workout. Honestly,
1: (laughs) it is, my arms are burning, and it has been literally like two minutes. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I do need to, I know, I I think this is a good reminder, I I do need to start exercising. I think
0: you can relax your elbow, relax your elbow, see if that's Okay. Well, like this. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that, but the the mic's still quite far away from the thing. Well, then I'll
1: lean forward like this.
0: Okay, sorry, we're very DIY. Very DIY today. Yeah. So
1: it's been a while since we podcasted, hasn't Jesse?
0: It has been a while, and it's been so the baby's almost six weeks old. So it's been a little while, and Alfie. That just is crazy that he's always almost six weeks old. Yeah, it's crazy. Time flies. And Alfie. Oh, that's him. Just he's he's okay. Don't worry, people. He's just taking in the milk quite aggressively mm, um,
1: yummy sounds good Alfie's so been me, away makes for... me want to drink that cappuccino I fucking drop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alfie's been out of the country for almost a month now so he's missed the first month of you know missed. he was here for about a week and a half before he left uh, so he knows he only knows a very tiny Becca and now he is going to be coming home to a bigger Becca
1: that's so funny
0: isn't mm. it well I'm glad that we've managed to I, I've it's quite weird in a way and that's why I'm glad to be doing a podcast again to kind of vocalize this because I think a lot of people have commented um, well I've got a few messages being like I'm just kind of can't believe that your your boyfriend's gone away I can't believe you're handling it that's just you're you're absolutely amazing and I can't take credit for it (laughs) because obviously like our mum is living with me he's she's replaced Alfie in the flat and I don't know I've written about it and I've maybe talked about it on here before but it's is something that loads of cultures do. The man just leaves while the baby's a newborn and then the the, the community or the, the women in the family handle everything. And then the man comes back to a slightly easier time when the baby's a little bit older. It's less intense. The first eight weeks are just a shit show. So I, and I, I think I've proven that it's yeah. true. He, It's so much easier with my mom. And I think I've got it down to a little bit of a routine so that when Alfie does come back, it's not so hard
1: yeah and it's not like you would have chosen for him to go away at this period of time but it's what happened it's when the Melbourne Comedy Festival is and you've made it work so you shouldn't be judged for it no instead you've been really like ingenious and innovative hopefully
0: and and I mean even if he could have not gone I mean he could have not gone I guess but we're all desperate in our careers he needs to go it builds his career it's really interesting hearing about how different comedy is in Australia and how the gigs are different and like he's done the comedy store twice, you know, he's never done the comedy store here, really, like properly. So that's amazing for him. So I'm glad that he gets to fulfill those ambitions. And
1: and he's coming back after riding on the high of winning the Chortle Best Show Award, mm. which is so amazing. I think. Yeah, it's really nice. So and hopefully he's I think in a good that, yeah, place. He deserves to, you know, like to to be out there doing his job and stuff like that. And you have me and mummy to help you exactly. and stuff like that. So yeah. it's all good. So it's
0: fine. It's been fine. But yeah, it's been a long time.
1: It has been a long time.
0: I feel like it's um, a really exciting... No, I mean, it's a long time for us not to do a podcast. I do really miss Alfie. But in a way, I'm I'm glad that he doesn't have to see the this version of me for a little bit. What? Because you're, you're stressed? I'm not... Mm, I'm definitely able to be, and this is probably unfortunate for you guys, but I'm able to be my true self with you and mummy. Like, I'm able to be the bitch that I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And with Alfie, I have to be, like, a girlfriend.
1: Yeah, well, you could never... I mean, like, if you want to maintain a relationship, part of that is putting in the effort to not just, like, let the the, the kind of... the tired version of you come out. Um, yeah.
0: It's so I'm... I'm I'm able to put on a veil quite a lot of the time with Alfie. And he does know the real me. He knows the real bitch that I am too. I think, I
1: think, I think Alfie's very aware of the, the real sides of all of us. Yes. <laughs> As you're aware of the real side of him. But it's about making an effort to not always let that part be dominant. Exactly. You
0: know? And also just little things like in a relationship that you do to maintain a happy relationship. Like doing things together and staying up late to watch this or, you know... All of those things that you, you can't do when you have a newborn. You can't stay up to 11 watching something, an arthouse film w- without interruption. That is, that's not possible. You can't really have sex that much. Like, like, all of the things that a normal relationship involves, you really can't do with a newborn. So it makes sense for him not to be here, Yeah, in a way.
1: Yeah. But
0: he's going to be back soon. He's going to be back in three weeks. Jesus Christ.
1: That will go so quickly. Yeah, I'm it sure. will go so quickly. And now the weather's nice and it's made such an impact. I feel so much lighter and better and happier when mm. the weather's nice like this. Yeah. It makes everything seem possible, doesn't it? Exactly. And I had a lovely time away, which was also nice because it made me really grateful to come back. To I Marrakesh. Got, I know, to Marrakesh in Morocco. First time I've ever been to Africa. Mm. Jessie went to Morocco when she was, uh, how old were
0: you? I was 19. Did you have a good time? Um... I don't I'm not I'm not a natural traveler (laughs) you look so at ease in all the photos I was like even in a photo of me traveling I look tense
1: yeah except somebody commented on the photo I posted on me in Horatio you look so well rested what the fuck fuck? what the fuck (laughs) are you saying I normally look like an old hag you bitch Okay,
0: I have to not swear so much in this one, do you remember, because of what I told you earlier, so I've just realised okay, that yes, i have just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're yeah. not a bitch for you're telling a her bitch. that she, she's... A you're a lovely, lovely person.
1: Obviously you're a lovely person, and thank you for saying I not well rested. <laughs> To be honest, I was. I've never got so much sleep in my life. Really? Because, um, yeah, you know how you just get into bad habits um, and... I think I just was falling asleep way later here, but then over there, because of the travelling and stuff, the first night we fell asleep at 10, wow. woke up at 7, and then every morning after that we just went to bed super early, we would watch like a bit of an old film, we watched Casablanca and Lawrence of Arabia while we were out there, on this little iPad, and then walking around all day around the Medinas and stuff, and you just get so exhausted. Yeah. Oh, it's a beautiful Why does Horatia
0: have such a little iPad?
1: No, it's not, it's not a little iPad. Oh, right, it's a I just iPod. meant like, oh, he bought his little iPad. Okay. I didn't mean he has a little one.
0: I just don't see him with one of those mini iPads. No, 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 no. He's not
1: a mini <laughs> iPad guy. No. no. No, no, I could never go out with a mini He iPad almost
0: guy. would be like a ThinkPad type man. What's you What's know, a ThinkPad? The Think ones? They're the really cool computers, the laptops that are really black and big and like old school looking, but actually they're really good.
1: No, I don't know anything about that. He, he seems like he'd be one of them. He has a, an, a MacBook Pro that he's been saving up for that is apparently really good at editing because his old laptop was so clogged up with all of his podcasts and editing and stuff. And then he got this new one, so excited to finally have storage space, and it crashed, like, the first <gasps> time that he used oh the editing my God. software.
0: If any of you don't know who Bibi's boyfriend is, you might now know him
1: because of his TikTok fame. Of his, <laughs> he's blown up on TikTok! I've always wanted a, a boyfriend who was big on TikTok, so finally finding my dreams have been achieved it's crazy
0: I mean obviously I mean I don't know I I don't know anything about TikTok and I'm scared to delve into it because of how little I know in a way but I do see a lot of stuff shared on Instagram
1: he's really taught me so much about it and I think that his attitude is really refreshing it was the beginning of lockdown we were sitting in his dad's flat or something like that wherever he was staying before he moved in to his new flat and he he's prideful and stuff like us and was worried about tiktok because it seemed trashy but he decided one night he set up a new youtube channel made a pa- banner page for it put a couple of clips of his old stand-up on tiktok and one of them did quite well mm. and instantly he knew okay this is something that i can use so he's basically over the last two years just been completely committed to making a couple of sketches a week and he's involved comedian friends of his um his flatmate andrew who is a it's like his collaborate collaborator on en- everything And all of that work, even though at first it seemed like it was for nothing, the second one thing went Mm. well, you then are on the algorithm and now all of this stuff is doing really, really well. That's so good. And I can't, I can't lie, like it, I'm like a little bit annoyed that like, if he, he, when we we walk around sometimes, he gets like recognised now. Really? Like girls come up to him or like, they're like, oh my God, those are the boys from TikTok if I'm ever with him and Andrew. And it's like, excuse me. (laughs) um how crazy he even got messaged a couple of times while we were in marrakesh saying i saw you in marrakesh that's so amazing tiktok is very international and also if you use tiktok in a different country you start getting that country's tiktoks so we got a real insight (laughs) into what moroccan people are up to wow lots of chickens chicken chicken TikToks. lots of tiktoks where they're chasing around chickens for some reason oh that sounds yeah, nice it was nice but anyway i'm very proud of him he's doing well but that's crazy he says that when i give him advice he's got like a meeting about like you know trying to develop some of his sketch ideas and stuff like that and apparently i can come across quite condescending oh, when right. i give him advice mm. does alfie tell you that when you give him advice
0: no alfie just ignores my advice okay cool, 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 cool he cool, just cool, cool. he says yeah it's not time ty- uh, he just there's a very small window of time where I can actually infiltrate Alfie's mind and it can't be like there's I call it admin Mm -hmm. and he calls it nighttime admin (laughs) so nighttime admin is banned so you can catch him probably from about when he's so he, he he wakes up takes a few hours to actually fully wake up Like, not like he gets up late or anything, but you know how men just can't really function before 2pm or something? Oh my god, I
1: fucking hate that.
0: So there's a very small window of time where I can actually get through to him. And have those productive conversations. Yeah. And the rest of the time you just got to leave him to his own devices. And eventually he's getting there. I feel like he's getting there. But my old Jesse tactics of being his manager um, have had to just have a little bit of a break because that did cause the breakup. And um, I don't feel like I can do that again to the same... Uh, yeah, to the same level that I did before.
1: I guess I just found it frustrating because, like, I'm so excited for him and I'm so supportive. But maybe when I was talking to him about, like, work stuff, I came across as patronising, like, I was implying that he doesn't know because he's just a TikTok creator. But that's not at all what I meant. Mm. But it just made me realise, like, you know, boys are sensitive too and you can't be... Especially boys can be, like, a little bit proud. You can't um, make them feel like they haven't achieved the things that... You know, No, and you always have
0: to start with a compliment, and you also have to remember that sometimes what you said does get through, yeah. but they spin it in a different way so that was their idea.
1: Totally, totally, totally. Or maybe they think about
0: it, and they need time to process. They yeah. always
1: need time to think. Yeah. I guess I just wanted to be involved, and then yeah. I was like, you don't value my opinion. And he was like, of course I do. Oh, my God. You just shouldn't have brought this up at an Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the other thing, which is probably going into a bit therapy mode, you're so good at understanding other people's work and you're so knowledgeable about so many different areas and yet so it might feel sometimes that because you haven't done TikTok you're not allowed to give Horatio advice but you understand a load of stuff about it and you're really good at knowing loads of different things yeah and maybe it plays into your that's why probably sometimes you might come across condescending when you say something to him yeah but it's maybe he's like well you haven't done it so how would you know exactly even though you know so much about it
1: exactly exactly so yeah it's just about like being able to phrase things more sensitively but also I just don't want to be in the kind of relationship where you can't talk about work stuff because I love talking about work stuff like that's one of my favorite things to do with him is to like think about ideas and I know that you feel so creatively like inspired and and you know, I just a huge part of me Alfie, and Alfie's
0: relationship is talking about what we want to do.
1: Exactly, and I just find it so inspiring. I would be so bored if I wasn't able to have those kind of conversations. So, I'm really grateful for that. But I'm also glad that I'm not going out with somebody who does the exact same thing as me, like yeah. an actor or, or whatever. I think. That yeah, would I think it's really annoying.
0: nice that you don't seem at all jealous by his TikTok fame.
1: I'm not jealous of yeah, his TikTok of fame. I'm only jealous when girls start coming to his house and shouting through the window saying, I love your TikToks because he's a dumbass and he filmed outside of his front door.
0: I'm slightly jealous of his TikTok Uh-oh. fame, I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's natural, it's understandable. <laughs> but but we it's had...
0: weird when you do get slightly jealous of what they're doing because obviously it all, it's all good for both of you. Totally, yeah.
1: and he said the sweetest thing. I was um, getting anxious or, or like paranoid about like some work stuff. And, you know, I think I might have said, like, and you're going to do so well and you're going to fucking leave me or whatever. And he said, no, everything, everything, everything that we do is for both of us. Aww. And it was so mature and lovely. And I just that's thought, so that nice. was so nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, I think whenever I've said something to Alfie, like, I just think that's a bad idea to do. And he's so almost angry that he, because he thought that that would be funny or something. And then he doesn't do it, I, but he doesn't say anything to me about not doing it. I always feel slightly like, yes, that's a win.
1: That's and also win. that's really sweet as well, in that you don't even have to say it, but like you know that he like, valued your opinion mm. in that moment. Yeah, talking of nice. relationships and work relationships, let's talk about the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's next- just
0: such perfect timing that it's come out right as I'm breastfeeding and right as we wanted to do a podcast again. Exactly.
1: Um, I binged both of the episodes available.
0: There's three now. You missed out a third one. came oh, out on Thursdays. My God. Um, we don't need to promote the Kardashians but here we are
1: here we are there's a great a great group of gals give them a chance we do um, know that
0: they've done wrong
1: <laughs> well this is what I found really interesting watching the show because I've been quite fascinated I follow this account on TikTok called um, Kardashian Colloquy or something like that or colloquialism or, or so, so, I'll, I'll find the account and I'll put it um, we'll link it in the description but it's this incredibly intelligent American woman who analyzes pop culture through the Kardashians and a recent TikTok that she made, for example, was about the way that they are able to spin these... Um, have you seen that they've made, like, Photoshop um, mistakes recently? No. In some of their posts. So basically, Kim, a few months ago, posted a photo of her child and then I think maybe Chloe's child. But people who were, like, avid fans were able to spot that the, the clothes and the body that the child had didn't match up with the face, and that they in fact matched up with an earlier trip that Stormy, Kylie's baby, had made. So Kim had edited a photo of a different child's face onto Stormy's body. And somebody, <laughs> it's really funny. And somebody pointed out it blew up on TikTok and they didn't address it for months. But because it created such intrigue, a series of photos that the Kardashians posted, kept, like every fifth Instagram that they did, there would be some obvious like Photoshop So do you think they were doing that because they knew it would get traction? Exactly. So this is what this TikTok was saying last night. She's so intelligent. You've got to look her up. But basically she was saying it was clearly a mistake initially. But when they're in a lull in the news cycle, when they realise that something gives them more traction, it it basically encourages you to engage with their content so intensely that you forget about like you just become this obsessed fan and no matter what they do the more obsessed you are the quicker you are going to forgive them like the Astro World tragedy it had like the reaction to it online was so like people were so upset by it Kylie Jenner couldn't post anything on Instagram for months and all of her comments were just flooded with people saying you are complicit in people dying but then the second that the show comes out you do f- you forget about those? Well, things. she's also
0: been sidelined quite yeah, heavily. Yeah, she's barely in an it. Yeah. and And, Kim and I'm I'm in glad itch. in a way because yeah, I I don't, I don't I'm not, not as fond as, as them right. as I am of Kim. I we both just love Kim.
1: I also think that the difference between the Jenners and the Kardashians is that they, yeah, sure, you could argue that they all they all grew up with cameras around them, but it's so clear with Kim, Chloe, and Courtney that there's a sense that they earned it. From, oh yeah, like they clearly had to do some shit. Whereas um, Kendall and Kylie they just always been living like the most amazing lifestyle so I just don't think that they have as much depth of character
0: definitely and also the grief aspect of it too you never you're never far from them talking about their dad and mm-hmm. and Chris just seems like such a tiger mom who adores her kids and feels so proud of them and the loyalty there I don't feel like there's any grudge between any of them about any of their success that each of their own successes like it's all collective yeah and I just think that Kim who is largely the powerhouse she just seems so wanting to be it's like the more successful they've got the more more known they've got the more they've hugged tighter you know they just love each other so much it seems and
1: I think that a lot of people are like well they have cameras around so you can't believe that it's genuine, any of these interactions. But I feel like I'm quite a good judge of character. (laughs) And when I watch their interactions, it does seem genuine. Totally.
0: And also, Chloe and Chris are building houses next to each other. They can't not like each other building houses next to each other.
1: They've lived their whole adolescence and lives... With the cameras in front, so I think that they are used to interacting in front of the cameras, and I think that they they overshare. But you know? also, they're just oversharers. and I love a girl who overshares.
0: They overshares, definitely. They, they they're good oversharers, Sorry, <laughs> they <laughs> overshares. But they also are artists in how to manipulate real life to be enter- entertaining. Part, I think they're largely honest yeah. I, a lot of it seems true like I do believe Travis and Courtney are in love
1: I believe that they're in love for sure I
0: do believe i slightly
1: creeped out by them but the
0: whole like. SNL stuff which is more in the third episode is just amazing to see Kim really come to life mm-hmm. and do something that she just genuinely seems to be thrilled by and shocked that she's actually quite good at it and all of the family are so behind her um, also, the relationship between Kanye and Kim seems to be really nice. It's a really good example of a couple breaking up and to be still kind of there for each other.
1: Also, I love like seeing Kanye West from this totally different perspective because, I mean, any like kind of uh, middle-class white guy um, who I've ever <laughs> dated has always been literally obsessed with Kanye. And the way that they talk about him is like he's this god uh-huh. figure who represents so much for them. So... I feel like Kanye West is like this sort of almost art installation in real life. And to hear then Kim talking about him as a real person, as a father, it's so fascinating to me to get this different perspective, because she's probably the only person in the world that he could have been with, that mm. is as famous as mm. he is. You
0: That's- should definitely, the third episode is, there's a lovely moment with Kanye. Really? Yeah, it's really moving.
1: I thought that her SNL was great. I mean, I remember watching it at the time. I, I really think that she did a great job. Also, I do not think that Amy Schumer came across well at all in that second episode, no. But
0: in the third episode, she kind of, she says, sorry for giving you those notes. So I don't think that she comes across well at all. She why? doesn't
1: seem comfortable in front of the camera. She seems like she's doing her awkward voice. Like, she, she feels performing where Kim feels like she's being herself. And I just feel like all of her notes are quite, like... She just seemed a bit judgmental. I don't know. I just Aww. don't... I love Amy Schumer. But I just oh, no, don't think, I
0: thought she was great.
1: I just don't think that she she, she came across as, as well as I thought she would. Uh, well, maybe, but I think you'll see why in the third episode, maybe. Also so weird when James Corden was giving um, Chloe all of that advice on how to... I thought that was such a fascinating insight into but the way that James Corden... again, thinks. it
0: made me like James Corden more.
1: Yes, it made me like him more because I felt like I finally understood. I still think that he is annoying and he's just one of those people
0: just don't understand why they need to when you get successful why the industry floods
1: that that success doing everything so
0: i was watching i mean every day now to get 10 to sleep i play one of the julia donaldson bbc films that they made so they've made the gruffalo stick man snail and the whale and (laughs) the room and the broom (laughs) And the highway and rat. I high, can't forget the highway rat. I love the highway rat. And That's James Corden one. voices so... Like, yeah, he voices the, yeah. the, 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 the squirrel. <laughs> it's
1: so Why?
0: Funny. Why did he need to do that? He
1: doesn't need the money, you know? Um, so, so it made me like him way more. I, I'm glad, you know, but it was just quite funny that they included James Corden and Amy Schumer both in one episode, both of whom are, like, <sighs> figures for the internet generation who are, like, hated. Why both is Amy Schumer hated? hated? Amy Schumer is viewed as, like, um, a really kind of, like, cringy, outdated, joke-stealing, like, lame, millennial feminist type, I think. Right. That's why people don't like her. I like her so much ever since I watched that documentary about her Yeah, her, her pregnancy. Yeah, frenzy, her I don't, sickness. She's not, like, my favourite comedian, but I think that she is incredibly funny and smart and mm. very genuine. But James Corden, understandably, people find him grating. But what I liked about his appearance was when he was talking about how you just have to ignore the haters... There was like a look in his eyes that says he has seen how many people hate him Aww. and he has had to move on. And it actually, it and then he made this comment and he said, hey, anyway, we're the ones drinking champagne on Tuesday. We've won. And it made me, he almost seemed like a little boy at school in yeah. that moment who'd been bullied. And I was like, I mean.
0: But his life has changed completely. Yeah. He's now one of the biggest stars in America in the world like how amazing given that he was in the history boys and was this you know I I do I sometimes look at people's careers that have just catapulted worldwide and just think how strange for them they must be slightly scared
1: I mean it's like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff which we won't go into but um when you look at these people and you realize how how anyone would get fucked up by that level of fame Mm. like but I again, I, I I, mean, I don't think we are at the risk of
0: ever getting world famous, but no. if we did, if like if we got a job and suddenly we were known like massively, say, and then they offered me five different roles that are kind of similar going on around the same time, aren't really pushing me. And also like they're just it's just so much work all the time. So, you don't really have a life or any, any, and yeah, you got the money, but what are you actually doing with your life? I wouldn't accept those other jobs. I would do the one that would obviously be great. But if I knew that this was taking work away from other people that I didn't actually need, Mm -hmm. I just don't think I would do it. So, if I was an actress who was suddenly ever, I, I just want to know what they're thinking when they accept. All of the roles, all at once.
1: I know, but like I how do don't they have the
0: time? Know, how do they have the time to do all the roles? I just don't
1: think it. I just probably don't think it works like that. But know. how
0: do they have time to do it all? Like, what? When are these things being filmed?
1: <laughs> we have so much time, <laughs> please. I just don't
0: understand why the urge to keep. Being that famous all the time i just don't understand that inclination at all
1: yeah but some people are driven you know But everyone's driven by different things and maybe for some people they always say that your goalposts change right mm. and maybe once you do get that role that you think is going to solve all of your problems or or that job or or that relationship like there are you know it applies to everyone maybe the second that you do reach that thing the goalpost shifts, and you need to get the next thing. I mean, yeah,
0: maybe it's just fascinating, and that's why I really like this series of Kardashians. Obviously, you can be cynical and say, okay, they're off air for a year, and they got bored of not having cameras around, so here they are. Or their deal with NBC or whoever it was ended, and they wanted more money, so they chose to go to Disney Plus. Yeah, all of that is probably true. Yeah. But at the same time, it's interesting to see a family behind the scenes, even if it's um, to, you have to take it with a grain of salt how real everything is, and actually see behind behind the scenes and to, to realise that they're normal people who want to make a living and to find love and to be parents and to wear all pink with sunglasses and carry a tiny bag <laughs> on SNL. And just like, it's just nice to see like a little bit of that glamour. I, and I like I,
1: it. I like the glamour and I like how dressed up they are all the time, even when they're just meeting to talk about something in like a, you know, in a restaurant. But I also really like, I think you told me this point, and then it made me really think about it, how it's actually, okay, you could argue that they've set women back because of the beauty standards that they promote Mm -hmm. and the surgery that they lie about and all that. And I completely can get down with that argument. But in a way, somebody like Courtney is actually a very empowering role model because Mm. she's in her 40s and she's finding love for the first time and she already has kids and she's had a whole relationship, she's had so many experiences, and yet we're viewing her like as a as a leading lady yes and I just feel like actually you really don't see that that much no Catherine Ryan
0: did an amazing um tweet just with the hashtag normalize finding love in your 40s yeah I love that Uh, if if women knew if girls knew that they didn't need to find a man or you know love or a woman whatever like until they're you know they've had it they've already got a career they're on track with what they want to do in their life they maybe have kids whatever um there wouldn't be such a rush to just do everything right now and
1: to, yeah I, I people think maybe it's, wouldn't feel so sad because it's like we compare ourselves so much and if you don't have a relationship and your friends do or your peers do and you think what well, has to be done by a certain age or I'll be weird yeah maybe if we took that pressure off of ourselves that people would be happier yeah obviously the the
0: fertility thing is a is a huge factor in not finding you know not having kids say it that that is one of the reasons obviously or but. also
1: in they like billionaires and she's know, able
0: to get special fertility treatment yeah
1: and, and and also she you know is conventionally beautiful as they all are
0: but she's the only own natural one right
1: do you think that she hasn't had anything done they've all had botox for sure
0: i don't know but she just seems she looks the most natural
1: i started using something that apparently the Kardashians use i saw it advertised on tiktok and um it's called frownies mm. they're they're forehead patches that you put on while you sleep and apparently it your muscles to not move your forehead, because mm. I have the most have they expensive... they what? Well, I've only used them a couple of times because they're kind of quite, like, itchy. <laughs> Apparently, you have to use them for a whole month to see any results. I mean, right. I still wrinkle my forehead every single fucking time I talk, but... Just... Why don't you just put on a face
0: mask, like, just
1: on your forehead? Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> I remember once when I told you about, oh, I'm worried I'm getting forehead wrinkles, and, and you were like, I trained my... F- I just trained my forehead not to move when I was, like, 16. And I'm like, how? I how just how don't know. How did you do that? I
0: don't know. I think it was, um... I think last actually uh, that's a really good I want to talk about that just park that for a second just the last thing I want to say about the Kardashians which shows how little I know about um popular culture is and TikToks type things I was watching this the first episode where she's having her or maybe it's the second where she's having a an outfit tryout with her stylist for SNL and she takes a top off and uh she's got this flesh-colored bra on and I because I'm breastfeeding at the moment and I'm, my, you know how I only wear sports bras. Mm. And when you're breastfeeding, you have to have something that gets off really easy. But I don't like breastfeeding bras because they're so ugly. And I just don't, I like blue, like bras that flatten my boobs because I'm weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I saw this bra and I was like, that actually would be a nice bra for me. And I thought, oh, it's probably like, you know, I, how will I ever find that bra? Oh, poor me. And then the next day I Googled, Kim Kardashian bra, and it immediately came up Kim Kardashian bra 2022. Clicked on it. Obviously, she has a whole bra range. Yes, you ta- I didn't know about skims. skims.
1: I didn't know about Skims. I mean, that's that's maybe your
0: dumbest moment. I ever. didn't know about Skims, and I didn't know that they do all types of things. They do shapewear. They do. But that's the whole that's thing. <laughs> I know. That's her whole uh, thing. I just take it. You know, as red when you I see it... You just take
1: it right at face value, don't I you? I do! Somebody needs to write it down on a big mark. So I'm going to
0: do a special Patreon video of me trying on my Skims bra when I it arrives. I really,
1: really, really want to get Skims stuff, but it's really expensive and... It's not, it's
0: expensive. only... Well, it was 32 quid.
1: For a bra? Yeah. which for a bra that doesn't have an underwire? Yeah, but I'll pay for no underwear. Apparently, the tops are amazing. Apparently, the the, the tank tops are amazing. uh, Because they're also shapewear. Because they're shapewear, and apparently, they just make your boobs pushed up, and they make your waist look really small and stuff. But Um, I can't
0: wear anything restrictive because of, like, cramps. So if I wear anything moderately tight, I get cramps yeah
1: me too me too <laughs> literally me too if I wear so, jeans oh my god I've been so bloated recently as well skims
0: I just can't I can't wear jeans I, I can never I can never wear jeans again I don't think I'm ever I should throw away my jeans yeah, yeah, yeah um while Alfie's away I put all of his clothes in the cupboard so now it's just my clothes in the bedroom and now when he comes back there's literally no room for him so I think he's gonna have to live elsewhere
1: oh that's good Get them away. <laughs> um, but it
0: just shows how product placement does work on people like me.
1: Exactly, it, do- it does. I love a bit of product placement. What well, I, I going to come back to? You were going to come back to the forehead, training yourself not to move the forehead when you were 16.
0: Oh, no, I was going to say something really funny, but I forgot. Really?
1: Okay, well, it's, <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. We can continue talking about the Kardashians. I'm enjoying it. Um, I think that Kim is definitely my favourite. I find... Courtney, the love version of her, I mean, I haven't actually watched loads of The Kardashians. I just remember watching a couple of episodes here and there when we were in America and it was on. Um, but Courtney seems the most down to earth. And then Courtney, yeah,
0: yeah. Courtney seems the most down to earth, except with this Travis thing and her acting like a teenager. And or maybe that's wrong of me to say acting like a teenager. Why can't all adults just start grinding when they're having a house viewing in the garden? Why yeah, can't that they? Was start, a bit weird. That why can't weird. they do that? But at the same time, I just find that slightly inappropriate and and to be honest, rude. Like rude like, yeah, that the agent yeah, 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 yeah. had to just go in the kitchen and hover around for a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Like I find that slightly away with the fairies sure it is definitely a little bit away with the fairies but it's almost sweet i found rob is that no no rob's not there anymore scott, scott. i found Scott's tragic um, what's going on with the tragic face? yeah
0: well he's aged and he hasn't had the surgery and he's gained weight and he, it's yeah, now he's a bit tragic Clearly
1: had botox all over yeah, his face because yeah. his his eyes and his mouth could barely move
0: well we're in the third episode you see a group of um their closest friends hanging around um with chris when she's doing the snl thing in in new york and every single person at that table has had a lot of work like that's just the way they do it I think god it's crazy it's like almost like a requirement to be friends
1: it is so wild anyway I
0: thought of what I was gonna say it was that when it comes to frowning my forehead which I mean some people have been quite funny about my forehead like have you had Botox and stuff when I don't move it I definitely haven't had Botox because I just I would be too terrified to ever have a needle in my face but um I think what stopped me doing it actively and now my my forehead has trained itself to do it not as much as you say yeah um <laughs> <laughs> or any like I don't move it very much it's because when I first saw myself on tv I was so horrified by my self which is normal for anyone to really watch themselves but I think because I'm not a natural actress the idea of doing it and then of seeing me do it. I was so upset. I And the director came up to me uh, after one take where I thought I had nailed it. And the director came up to me and was like,
1: what are you doing with your face? Oh, my God. What are you doing with your face? That's horrifying. And
0: then walked away. And I just was like, oh, I must be doing something wrong. So that's changed my entire how I use my face. That, oh, Jesse, that.
1: that makes me so sad.
0: But I didn't. I was so young. I thought that's what all directors do. They come up to you and they tell you what you're doing. With you your fucking face? arsehole. No, just no. Just not. he's like it was just. It was, I was very early on. It was like one of the first little things I'd done, mm-hmm. and um, it was just. And I think it wasn't even the, in a role as an actress. It was like it was just like you know. It wasn't. It was. It was a probably a nasty industry back then, and it yeah. was just yeah, yeah. It was unfortunate.
1: Oh, God, I wish I could be horrified by my own facial expressions enough to stop moving my forehead, but I kind of feel like it's too late now. <laughs> no, don't be stupid. Well, I just already have, like, loads of fine lines and stuff. And I know I shouldn't care about it. I know that I just have very, very pale skin, very sensitive skin. I had acne-prone skin. It's always going to be a little bit more prone to wrinkling, and that's fine. But also what I'm annoyed about is the fact that it's something that now I'm worrying about. Like, I'm worrying that I should be getting prevented into Botox because... Every other TikTok I see is about, okay, so the test to see what age you need to start doing Botox at if you want to look your best by the time you're 30. And then you have other people saying it's disgusting that women are being told that aging is this bad thing that you should hide from. Because to to grow and age is a privilege, right? And we know that. Like, I, I hope that I get to live on and have lots of wrinkles and lots of life experiences. But I just, it's this duality where it's like, I just don't know which impulse to follow. Like, of course, it doesn't matter that I get fine lines and stuff. But I also desperately don't want to. And it just makes me feel guilty.
0: I think it's a really natural thing, though, in your early 20s to worry about aging. It does go away.
1: I'm not really early 20s anymore. I mean, I'm turning 25.
0: Mid-20s then. Oh, my God. You're going to mid-20s, BB. I know, right?
1: Really just get my shit together. I'm going
0: going to fucking... I'm mid-30s. I'm 35 next week.
1: That's amazing. I'm 35. 35 is such a gorgeous age. I love that number.
0: I just can't believe it, really. I just can't believe I'm going to be 35. And that's just normal. Like, I still feel like yeah, I'm 20. Yeah. It's so weird how... That's just what happens. You totally. Just... So, yeah, I think it's not... I think when you're still young, it does become a thing where you worry about... You, you want to stay young, and you know you're young. Exactly. So you should be young.
1: Because, also, the younger... The people who are younger than me, the people who are truly, well and truly, 21-year-old Gen Z people... Because they have such prominence in the sort of domains that I'm in, like in my social circle and on TikTok and in my industry and stuff like that, it like now I'm the older of the young people. I used to be the young one. Mm. I used to be able to when they ask your like date of birth on a internet yes. website, you barely have to scroll up to get to yeah. 1997. Now I have to do two whole scrolls. Yeah, yeah. well, imagine so like, oh, doing three. Yeah, there are like people born in 2007 that are like doing the same stuff. Yeah. as me. So, I think when you it's like this first bit where you become older. And I know that in a few years' time, I won't be worried from about it From 20,
0: so 25 onwards, it all blurs. Yeah. There's no... And also, from 30 onwards, it all blurs. I think probably... And then from, from probably 40 onwards, it all blurs. There's... It just... It's it's really hard. It's mm-hmm. really hard not to worry about your age constantly, but I promise it does change. No,
1: definitely. I have already feel so much better about it than I did when I was 21.
0: And also, we have to keep remembering Ben. Like, our brother, he didn't get to be... 28 yeah like we're fucking lucky
1: exactly i think i'm gonna freak out when i actually get to 27 i don't know how i'm gonna cope with being older than him i know i
0: thought jamie who's our other brother i thought he was turning 26 this year no he's turning 27 so yeah. he's the same age which makes me want to cry i know i know i've but already cried this morning about that really too. so me too but but i didn't even have therapy to cry
1: exactly you just did it all on your own
0: so we'll keep giving updates about the kardashians and bb's therapy <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's
1: going really well. You I guys. think
0: Ten's about to wake up from his nap, which is why I'm rounding things off.
1: Mm-hmm. But um, we're doing ahead. a video
0: for my birthday we next week on my birthday, the uh, the fifth of May. I remember this is a story about aging, but when I did that f- horrific job, when um, you know, with the the director who. Shouted at me chill out man man. when I said chill out man in a Bart Simpson accent we should (laughs) we should try and find the episode of what number that is that's
1: still my favorite episode ever it's called chill out man is it called chill out man okay if you
0: want to hear the the, that story it does still horrify me (laughs) and why I've never worked again in theater but um (laughs) yeah that job uh I remember feeling very anxious about my age and Um, getting really I was very obsessive with IMDB at that stage Mm -hmm. so whenever another actress was around my age and was doing well I would google them and their age to see specifically what date of the year they were born yeah and whenever there was an actress who didn't have their exact date they usually can guess like the the year you're born but some actresses who don't have the actual date you're like you are five years older than you are for sure for sure for sure you I, are lying about your age,
1: but also like I'm annoyed that I'm like just missed that generation where you did you, you actually didn't have to have your age on Wikipedia. Totally, and stuff like that. totally, I would have for sure, fucking yeah. So whenever there's an actress out there it. who doesn't
0: say how old they are on their birthday, they're lying about their age. Well, I
1: mean, like, own you it have to assume that, but that is what I assume about everyone. Okay, they're lying about their age. Oh, big time, yeah, because I know actually quite a few actresses that do lie about their age now. So. That,
0: um, I'm just getting into watching Call My Agent and that first episode where, have you seen Call My Agent? The French one? Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. That's just such a great first episode, isn't it's it? so And why brilliant. didn't we get cast in the British version? Oh, I know, I auditioned for it. I auditioned for it too. Fucking And love. obviously there are better actresses who are more well-known who are getting the parts. <laughs> Dare they? I just—it's my dream role. I, know. And I think both, both like of us f- secretary or something. I like did that. too. I auditioned just, just one episode, and it's like I don't even think that I would be in in the series. I just want a little tiny.
1: I just want one line. I just want one line.
0: One line—it's all I wanted. Mm-hmm.
1: I got a chemistry read next week for something.
0: Oh my god! But it's
1: for a voiceover. It's for like an animation role. Oh my god! So. I could, it would actually, in a way, be the dream job, right? And
0: be, Donnie and Margot helped you, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, because
1: it's like a kid's show, and um, <laughs> it would be so cool. And I I just told them about it because they were staying over, and I was like, guys, I'm actually I'm auditioning to, to be the voice of this character in, it, in a kid's show. Do you think you could maybe give me some tips? So I read out the script to them, thinking that they would be like, oh, baby, it was so good. And then instantly, they got their, like, mean faces on. Donnie said, it needs to be more soulful, I think. <laughs> and then Margot just told me that... um yeah, she wanted me to like do it again. She got me to do it like quite a few times, and then she said, "No, it was better the first time." <laughs> it was amazing. But they actually they did are really good, good, good
0: directors. Yeah, like Donny yeah. about my pregnancy podcast, he came up to me. I said, "Can you do the intro?" Because I get them to do the like welcome to the, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Mummy, it's you've got to stop do it, get, getting us to do this because people will get will lose interest once you've done it more than once." <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thank and if you, so you want to listening. become a patron, we did a special video um, on that today and we are that's that's the place to find us. Mm-hmm. So please become a please buy us a coffee. That's where we are. Buy us a coffee. Out.
1: Um and we're gonna be making Jesse's birthday cake um for next our next week. video there next week. So please meet us
0: there and continue to support the Kardashians or,
1: or or hate them. It's up to you. The Kardashians and the caves, okay? Yeah. We are one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye.